Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host, Jo Milmine, and this is episode 166. A Scotch egg is not substantial knit. Hello and welcome to episode 166 of the Shiny Bees podcast. How are you? I'm Joe. I'm your host. Back again with you today for another round of the show. So if you're a new listener today, welcome. I hope you'll enjoy hanging out with us. And if you are a returning listener, thank you as always for coming back. I really do appreciate you coming, listening to me again and wanting to hang out with us. Speaking of hanging out with us or hanging out with me in particular, I'm going to give a shout out quickly to Stephanie Fry, who binge listened to seven episodes in one day the other day. You've got to have been sick of hearing Northern by then, Stephanie. Um, Smashed it, yeah. Smashed out seven episodes of the podcast in one go. Love it. So yeah, how have have you been? How, How are you doing? I'm good. I've been working on my moth infestation or lack thereof. I'm not really sure if I definitely have the moth now. I don't know if that top was damaged prior because I haven't found any evidence whatsoever of any moths anywhere in this wardrobe. And it is entirely possible that that particular base layer could have been damaged in our old house, which was Victorian and very definitely had a bit more issues in terms of things like carpet beetles. As you get in old houses, same with moths, it's very common to have moths in old houses. It's not so common in new houses Um, and my current house is a new house. So I was surprised that I might have them in the first place here. Um, But maybe I don't because I've done the whole thing. I've hoovered, I've cleaned, no sign. Moth traps, no sign. Check the other clothing, no damage, which is all sort of indicating that maybe, maybe it was a false alarm or maybe I'm just lucky and they only wanted to eat that one thing and then they moved out of their own accord. Who knows? Who knows? But I've had some really great tips from listeners with regard to the moth thing from other countries, including the idea of putting your moths in moths knitwear in a bag and putting it out in the garden if you're in Canada in winter that's going to be cold in it or putting it in the car and baking them to death basically in summer both of which are good ideas both of which are not that possible in the north of England in particular although it has been snowing today super festive I was loving it sat next to my Christmas tree with my fluffy socks on doing my work eating a mince pie like peak Christmas is going to be arriving soon so excited um, also, some people were talking about having cedar-lined benches where you store your, your knits. In Canada, that's a thing. And you have special little benches to put your knits in to keep them safe from the marauding creatures, which I think is super clever. I now want to get a house where I can have a window seat and then have a cedar chest built into the window seat to store my knits. How, or my stash. How amazing would that be? It would be so amazing. So yeah, thank you to everyone who's been in touch with the top tips for that over in the Shiny Bees podcast community. And if you are not over there yet and not hanging out with us, then please do 
come on over and join us. You can either go to Mighty Networks online and just put in Shiny Bees and the option for the club will come up or you can go to shinybees.com forward slash community and you'll be automatically redirected to the right place to join up for Mighty Networks. Big thank you also to everyone who's been asking after my wee doggy Womble. He is much better, thank you. He had another blood test the other day and the levels in his blood of the phosphorus and things have come down again, which is a really great sign. He seems much happier, he's back into the food, he's busy snorkelling under the table for crumbs again, wanting to play with his brother. So much, much better, a big relief. I was very, very worried about him when he wouldn't eat because Shelties are notoriously greedy dogs, but he seems, touch wood, to be a lot better. So thank you very much to everyone who's been in touch about that. So yeah, today's episode is kind of inspired by Scotch Eggs, (laughs) the Scotch Egg saga that's ongoing in the UK at the moment. I am an orderer, clearly, and um, no stranger to a scotch egg. But if you are a stranger to a scotch egg and you don't know what I'm talking about, effectively there's been a big discussion over the past week or so here in the UK about what constitutes a substantial meal in a pub. Because if you are in tier two, then you can go to the pub as long as you have a substantial meal. And George Eustace, who is one of the ministers said that a scotch egg counts as a substantial meal, right? Now, he's from Penzance. He knows nothing about what a substantial meal is, frankly. In the north, a scotch egg is a, you know, an appetizer. It's not it's not a full meal by any stretch of the imagination. But he was saying that he said, you know, a scotch egg would constitute a substantial meal. Because there's been lots of people wanting to get around this idea of having to buy food with your drinks and then talking that you'd have to leave as soon as you finished your your food, which everybody is not loving. Now, it's not relevant to me, really, because I'm in tier three still. I've been in tier three for months now. I didn't even know there was a tier that wasn't tier three. And when my mum sent me a message the other day saying, you know, why don't you go to the pub with your friend? Like on Friday, I'm like, are you joking, mum? It's short. Like the pubs are all still short just because like national lockdown's finished. Don't mean that the northerners get to go have fun and cuddle each other and spread the gems again. That's not that's not happening. So bless her. Um yeah, she doesn't quite quite know the rules. Nobody quite knows what the rules are right now. But coming back to the Scotch eggs, if you're not familiar with what a Scotch egg is, and I'm aware I've been talking a lot about like stodgy carbs the last few episodes. Winter is very clearly here. But a scotch egg is a boiled egg and it's preferable to have it still runny in the middle and then around the egg you put sausage meat and then around the sausage meat you put breadcrumbs and bake it, fry it, whatever. And it is like proteiny, heavy, stodgy goodness, right? And the idea is, or the argument appears to think that if you have a substantial meal with your booze, you don't spread corona. That appears to be the logic. So I've not, I've not seen any of the science that we're apparently being led by that that proves that Scotch eggs are indeed the vaccine, right? Because Scotch eggs just comes under generic stodgy northern carbs for me, like greasy, greasy pig, egg, breadcrumbs. Yeah, like, and if it's all about just having some stodgy carbs, like 
beige carbs of any description, as I've already explained a couple of episodes ago when it came to Babi Jed Pirouette and uh, Smack Bar Pirouette, Babi Jed, all of that. If you haven't listened to those episodes and you don't know what I'm talking about, you do need to skip back and definitely check out the episode where I'm drooling thinking about it, where I introduce some Wigan delicacies to the podcast. Right, if it was just about having some beige dodgy carbs, there's just no way we would have any cases up here because everyone smashes in those beige carbs like there's no tomorrow. It's a way of life, like that's what we live off. So, you know, a scotch egg, like I say, it's an aperitif, it's not even real real food. So I'm not convinced personally, but apparently that is the case. So not that I'm going out anyway, because obviously we're still not allowed up here. Um, war in the north there's been a lot of chat and a lot of ribbing and a lot of smirking and mick taking about this whole scotch egg things because obviously George Eustace thinks they're a substantial meal because he's from Cornwall Michael Gove thinks that you'd have to have at least a couple he's from Aberdeen, he's Scottish so he gets the carbs a bit more you know. but there's been a lot of talk about it and about you know this whole scotch egg thing and lots and lots of Mickey taking, which I've quite enjoyed, as you can imagine. So naturally, it follows, right? It follows that I would have to go and look for a, a comedy pattern of a scotch egg. Someone must have done it, clearly, clearly. The crocheters are the kings of this, kings and queens. They are amazing at this stuff. Somebody will have made a pattern for a scotch egg because I've had an entire knitted kitchen of food made for the kids before by my friend's mum. Sandwiches, chips, tomatoes, everything, like all of the things for this wooden kitchen were, were knitted food was made, burgers, the lot, right? There's got to be a scotch egg. I don't believe there's not a scotch egg. Well, it turns out, people, and who knew, there is not a single pattern on Ravelry for a scotch egg which I think is a bit of a travesty. Like, I really, I, I love a scotch egg. Like, they're quite delicious. Very filling, great picnic food. So, clearly I need a knitted one. In the same way I need a knitted cacti or a crocheted cacti or whatever, you know. Like, I can't believe how many patterns there are for actual sausage, edible and the other kind, but no scotch egg. No scotch egg. So... I'm torn. If I was any good at amigurumi, I'd probably design a, design a pattern so we could all have like our own little knitted or crocheted scotch egg so that if we were able to go to the pub, we could just plonk it out on, on the side and nobody would be any of the wiser. You know, Sergeant Harrison turns up when he's not, you know, looking for poachers or whatever, inspecting Christmas light inspections in Chorley. Sergeant Harrison turns up and you're like, it's all right, Sarge, I'm, I'm, I'm in line with the law. Look at my scotch egg. My crocheted scotch egg, man, it's scotch egg. You can't kick me out then. Why well, am I having half a pint of, you know, Timothy Taylor's landlord? Anyway, not happening. So, devastated. So th that's the pattern pick that never was, basically. If if you have got a scotch egg pattern that you could show me or any, find anywhere that does, let me know and then I can revisit this, this travesty of justice that is a lack of scotch egg patterns. So I can't talk about the pattern pick, so instead I'm going to be talking about Delicious Little Joys, hashtag Delicious Little Joys, Cal. Now I did consider doing a minced, minced pie, mince pie, not minced pie, 
mince pie tasting on the podcast for fun because I was looking up which were the best mince pies this year because mince pies are not just mince pies anymore. And normally my husband makes the mince pies like it's his big thing. He loves making mince pies. Delicious, right? He's not here. He's not making the mince pies. I'm not making the mince pies. I'm going to go buy some. But I don't want to get it wrong because you're committed then. Six pies, if you don't like them, you've got six of them, you know, five more to eat if you've got six. And they vary. They vary in price and flavour. And it would appear now like some of the mince pies are not even mince pies. Like they've got all this other stuff in. I'm all for pink gin. I don't want it in a mince pie. That's not a thing. Why Why have you done that? That's not a thing. It's so confusing. Anyway, talking about the knitting, the delicious little joys. We have a knit along ongoing called the Delicious Little Joys Cal. And the aim of this is to find little joyful things in your day. Delicious little things in your day. Either edible or not edible. And today, my little joy has definitely been, you know, having an array of, of mince pies to test. I don't know how long they're going to last with the kids, but I have an array of mince pies to test. And on the knitting front, I have been working on the Glitz at the Ritz shawl by Helen Stewart, which is a free pattern. It is available via Knitty. And it's quite an old one now, it's from 2013 and that's been my one that I am working on. I'm knitting it in Eden Cottage Yarns Beedale 4-ply, which is a silk and baby yak mix. It is so nice. And I'm using Miyuki Triangle 5's beads for the beaded parts, quite a lot of beads in there. I'm enjoying the pattern. I'm only in the early stages of it yet still because... When we started the knit along, I had the whole like driving to the vets womble, try not to have a nervous breakdown thing going on. So um, not really been in the game for that. But obviously now he's getting better and it's definitely knitting weather outside. I have been working on that quite a lot more. Whilst watching, I, I know again, don't, I never really watch TV, but I have been watching TV. I've been watching a lot of interior design programs and I finished off Selling Sunset, which is not an interior design program. It's a, it's a reality TV program, I guess is the, the proper word for it, of real estate agents in Los Angeles, like in Hollywood. It's so over the top and ridiculous, which is exactly what we need at the moment. So I finished watching that. Then I watched a version it's the same thing basically, but in the Hamptons, um, called Million Dollar Beach House. So I watched that and then I've been watching some interior design programs. I love interior design. I'm massively, massively into it. So I've been knitting on my shawl while I've been indulging in a little bit of TV. Who knew? I, I'm just not that person that got in a ton of Netflix time during lockdown. I, I, I watched Tiger King and that was pretty much it. I don't really, I really don't watch telly. So it's been quite good and quite relaxing. So I've enjoyed working on that. And there's been lots of people over in the community posting about it and their different projects that they've done. Some people have already finished the first projects, which is Ace. And there's been lots of like delicious baking going on as well, which is always really good fun. So you can come join us if you would like. It is any pattern, any yarn that brings or sparks joy and you can be one that you've already started before. It can be a new one. And the, the main aim is, is you do a bit of knitting and you enjoy it and you concentrate on finding like daily delicious little joys of any description and then come and join 
us over in the group and share them with us there. A bit of a chit chat. So yeah, that's all I'm going to talk about this week. Very short podcast because I'm going to go and eat some more of those mince pies, basically, and and chill out and enjoy my Friday because it's been quite a busy week. So I hope you will have a lovely week. Happy crafting. And I will speak to you all again soon. Cheers. You've been listening to the Shiny Bees podcast. Show notes for this episode can be found on the blog at shinybees.com forward slash 166. And please do come and join us over in the Shiny Bees podcast club. It is shinybees.com forward slash community to join us over there.